Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Podcast and Seasonal Podcast, if you will. I am the Good, how are you? I'm doing fine myself. So, start catching, catching all your weeks. <laughs> oh, the guy's the hole. You know, it's now been a couple of days. Maybe he'll come today. I don't know. Um, oh, we'll he hasn't see. come yet? No, well, so he's, like, fixed it, but he hasn't come to um, actually, like, patch it, you know. Um, so, I don't know. Don't you patch it before fixing it? No, not the hole, because you got to get up in the hole to fix it and let it dry and then patch it. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, no more roof leak. Um, uh, But haven't haven't, uh, come to fix it yet, so we'll see when that happens. Hopefully it doesn't happen during this show. But regardless, Evan, we've got a pay-per-view, or two pay-per-views to talk about. Yeah. And one giant return. Yeah, well, well, two. Well, two. three. Three? I'm trying to think if there's another one also. I think it's only the three. You had CM Punk, Bicky Lynch, and Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh, I didn't know you were counting Punk. I assumed you were counting Punk, that's why I added it. No, no, no! I was counting. Um, I was counting Brock and Becky. Mm. Yeah, I think that's all the major returns. Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> uh, do you have any random and rumor notes for today? Oh, we have a few. Uh, like we were alluding to, CM Punk is officially back for the first time in, what is it? Seven years. Seven years. It yep, came... he says he's back in actual professional wrestling. And I said, then, and I, and my thought is, then why are you an AEW? Mm. Uh, so he returned and cut a fantastic promo. Uh, uh, you know, he hasn't missed a beat. Nope. Uh, Some of the content was a little suspect Like I said, talking about actual pro wrestling And you're going to the show With Marco Stunt And and Edward Cassidy And the Joke Gang So But AEW is getting All the refugees from The uh, WWE releases So the clowns are becoming less and less Prevalent Mm -hmm. So hopefully I mean, there there could be a point where AEW just gets so full of ex WWE guys with their own creative license that maybe perhaps they can be not as big a joke as they were their first like year. Uh, yeah, so CM Punk returning, uh, very exciting. Uh... That was that was one of the loudest the loudest pops I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this was also in Chicago. Yep. So that that was that times that makes it times two. And everyone knew it was coming, and mm-hmm. it was still great. Everybody knew it was coming. They were chanting CM Punk before the before his music even hit. The first time a wrestling event has been held in the United Center for a while. Yeah, and see, I thought it was really interesting that they were in the United Center. 
I was quite surprised they were in the UC and not in Allstate. Um, is Allstate where they're at for All Out and everything else? Um, I don't know if or they're All at Out is in Allstate Arena, but just uh, just generally, the wrestling shows that have been going on in Chicago have been in the Allstate Arena for a while. That's because the United Center is like stupid expensive. Well, yeah, and you also have major sports teams to deal with. And their schedules if you go to the UC. But yeah, yeah, that was co- that was cool though. See um see a big packed crowd in the United Center. Um, yeah, so uh so I'm really excited to see where that goes and always looking forward to more CM Punk promos. Um and, but- and by the way, if this had been scheduled for a month later, they couldn't have done it. Because that it would have been Bulls preseason. The UC probably wouldn't have let him in, but this is like, this is the one of like two months that you could actually feasibly do something like this in EUC. Mm-hmm. But props to AEW for getting the biggest arena they could get in Chicago for this show, for this moment. And mm-hmm. I think they, I think they did a nice job with it, frankly. Uh, and and people finally got their ice cream bars. Yeah, and people are finally going to get their CM Punk ice cream bars. Well, oh well, all my CM Punk ice cream bars. So, that was terrible, and I apologize. So, uh, since, you know, as you all know, that both of our wrestling morale has gone low, uh, uh, what do you... what? Need, what does AEW and WWE need to do to recapture your interest? I know AEW never really had your interest, but what can they do to gain your interest? Um. Well, I mean, I'm okay <clears throat> with a hardcore or a stipulation match when, you know, it's at the end of a long feud or something, but they just kind of do them willy-nilly, like, like they they just need to do a better job of like booking and like when when to do things. Like it seems like AEW will do like you know a death match or steel cage or not steel cage. Like what do they do more barbed wire stuff? I think like they do like crazy like Japanese stuff, um, and they'll do it like on the second pay-per-view match of a feud that's going to go on for another year i mean at this point it's like well why don't why like this should this should be different i don't know there's just they they have really from from what i from what i see and read and listen they just have really bad booking problems and if i wanted to watch it and like so you have the bad booking that wwe does except you have it with a, a bunch of guys running their own promotion basically with the cons money um, trying to compete with Vince, but trotting out orange Cassidy and like all the Joey Ryan type guys that are just, you know, all the doofuses that jump off roofs and all that stuff. If, if Darby, I think I could see myself liking Darby Allen. If he wasn't such an idiot, if he didn't do this, like I would be so excited for CM Punk versus Darby Allen, but I have a terrible fit. It it depends. I could so like I'll explain it this way: if Daniel Bryan and CM Punk are going to do like 
the, the good versions of them in WWE, and I mean, like, at a certain point, WWE could be serious. Like, if they can do serious things and, like, have actually good matches with both, which Punk and Danielson are both incredibly capable of having, if they will do that, then AEW might be able to catch my interest. Like, they have all these guys that could actually, and, um, like, they totally squandered the revival, or uh, the revival. Um, what do they call them there? Who? Um, Harwood, uh, Dex Harwood, and I forget the other guy's name. They were the revival in WWE. Oh, um, FTR, whatever? FTR, there you go. They completely squandered FTR, and they, like, the Young Bucks just pushed themselves and bury everybody else. And just, like, there's a bunch of really bad decisions that they had. It, it's the same reason I'm pissed off at WWE. If they just had better, you know, if they had better bookers, then it would it would be they have enough talent to compete with Vince, but they refuse to do it. Because um, they just like to, goof, you know, just goof off and be idiots. Like, the football field stupidity and, like, it's just all, it's all, there's so much of it that it's just so stupid that I can't deal with it. And then you have, like, you know, their previous reputations, like, wrestling brooms or, like, the Bucks super kicking a nine-year-old or, like, just, just really, they just, there's so much really stupid stuff. And I know there's stupid stuff in the WWE, too, and, and why do you think I'm getting away from that? I just want, like, I just want people to act good, um, good wrestling matches <laughs> instead of just, like, having comedy shows like at like i like i i mean i i said this months ago mjf and the whole thing with him doing a uh a song and dance bit with uh jericho and i said that's it i will this didn't really have me before but that this has killed any chance of any time in the future of me ever thinking thinking that MJF or AEW as a whole will ever be anything to me. Because before then, you could still get me, if I was scrolling through YouTube, you could still get me to pop and see something that MJF did. Because you had all the stupid people, but then you had MJF, or then you had Cody Rhodes. Like You still had people that I thought were legitimately good that I would like to see. And then that thing happened, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back, and I just didn't even, like, wouldn't even see anything MJF did anymore. Um, but, yeah, I just, if they would just take the, if they would just take themselves more seriously, like what MJF did, like, where he was a heel, and he was an actual heel on Twitter, he actually thought he was an a-hole. I, uh, like, that was great. And then they made him do song and dance, and they ruined him completely. I mean, there's always it's just get rid, of, just get rid of your stupid. Your writers are stupid. Stop writing this like it's a soap opera. Like just, just stop. Just fire everyone on your writing staff, and then go get somebody who knows what wrestling's supposed to be, and like. Give them a book and let them book, or you know, at least trim it down, you know, whatever. Do something and get yourself back. Like, 
they've they had some decent periods. I mean, they had some really good periods. Like, look what they did in NXT in like five, six, seven years ago. I mean, not even not even that much long ago. Or three, uh, three, four, five years ago. Sorry. Um, but like you know, just you know, you can you have your high flyers and they're kind of you know they kind of do their own thing and like it felt like there was an actual structure to it. Like here's the big title and here's the guys and then you've got your North America title and this plays into these guys and it was all like it like everything made sense and guys would go through two and three people and you would start people out on TV and they'd have a match. They'd have a six, seven minute match with intros before the show. And then they would be off for two weeks and then they would come back. And then those guys would get like, there was like a proper elevation system in NXT. It also helped that they booked pay-per-view to pay-per-view because they taped months in advance. And you you couldn't change your mind as much. and, And you can see like, Okay, I remember watching the Street Profits when they just walked out and I didn't know who they were. Now I'm seeing the Street Profits go for the tag team titles, and it's seven, eight months later. It's not the next show, or, you know, it's not like, oh, that like when the Street Profits had those, they would go 50 50 right at the very beginning, and then they would get in a feud with one of the other entry levels, and then they win that. And then they get involved in something else, and then they would that, and then they would go for the toss. There was actual, there was actual sense, and it was like okay, you know, and it it seemed more like it was a case of okay, so we've got these guys, we want them to be good later. We can do this thing now. Well, or well we have this group of people, I guess, more like we have this group of people. We want to be good later. What can we do right now to do that later? And then they would build everybody. Um, I don't think there was as much silly stuff. Like I don't, maybe this is just like, there was always a variety and there, and there always will and should be in a variety. Maybe the, maybe this is just memory bias, but I don't (laughs) remember some of the best comedy was in the attitude era, but you know, yeah, but well, no, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't remember when NXT was better. I don't remember so much of it being devoted to Gargano when they're in their house or. Um, well, I think most uh, of that was during the pandemic. Roderick Strong getting kidnapped. Yeah, uh, uh, was it or was it before? I thought it was before the pandemic. It might have been. But it, but it, and you know I understand the pandemic really screwed everything up and you had no more live crowd and you had to find a way around that but that doesn't mean that just nothing makes sense anymore. So that WWE is not as far from getting my attention. They could very easily do it, but like <laughs> they almost got it. They almost got your attention at some. And I was I was just gonna point to that, Evan. I was just gonna say, and you know what? You want an example of how they can get my attention back, but the way they do things now, I can articulate this better when we get to SummerSlam. How they almost got my attention back and then lost it because of the really really crappy job that their writers do. Because 
how Becky came back did not have to happen. They could have done that so well. That, like, that was almost great. Mm -hmm. Almost great. And then, like, literally, and I was was sitting there on Twitter, because, like, I was on delay. I was sitting there on Twitter while she was walking around, and I kind of thought her coming back, like, before she got the mic. I actually kind of thought, we'll get into this again, but I kind of thought that was going on a little bit too long. I don't but know. They, pro- they probably had to waste time, also. Yeah, I thought, but I did think they milked it a little too. Much. I mean, but then again, if you would have had a real match or not had that, then you wouldn't have had to milk it. But whatever. I thought they were milking it a little bit too long, so I was checking out Twitter, and everybody was so excited that Becky was back, right? Mm-hmm. And then it happened, and everybody was pissed. Like, the opinion, it was just like mine. There are a bunch of people like, okay, Becky's back. I'm going to watch this show every week again. This is awesome. They did such a good job with this. Oh, my God, you guys screwed this up. How is it physically possible that you can screw this up? And, and I, I don't, I didn't say this to you, but I said aloud, okay, Becky's back. This makes me excited again because I love Becky Lynch. I think she's freaking awesome. I think you did text me something along the lines of, okay, I'm in now or something. Well, no, I said that, but I don't think I texted you this part. I, I, in either in my head or out loud, probably out loud because I was just in the living room by myself. Um, I said, they can't screw this up. Like they, they pulled off the swerve. Such a good job. They can't, like, there's no way to screw this up past this. Oh, my God, they screwed it up. And then I was, and then, and, and I, I told you this over, over text. I was like, I was so pissed off with how they did the Becky return. And I thought about sticking around. I, I don't know about you. I don't know if the peacock ads are different based on your region. I don't think so. Um, uh, depend. I I would say it probably depends. Like I don't know if your ads there would be the same as mine here, but well, especially talking, especially when it was a WWE ad. The WWE ads would would be universal. Yeah, they would be universal. I think so. After after I got so pissed off about what they did with the Becky return, the first ad was Saudi Arabia. Click. Like, well, nope, I'm done. You almost you almost had me excited for one thing. I mean, I'm not even watching the Samoa Joe thing. Like, that's how far out of wrestling I am that I don't even give a crap about the Samoa Joe thing. Um but like, yeah, I mean just the first thing was Saudi. Man, I was no. Nope, not doing this. Adios, not uh, just it's not happening. Sad, but you know it's like it's sad but true. It's just like it, you're not getting me back. You almost had me back, and then you blew it, and I'm not coming back. <laughs> you know, but, it, but we'll talk about to, that more. To be clear, it was the SummerSlam thing that happened. It wasn't the Saudi Arabia commercial that put you all the way off, right? Oh well, no. So like, well, 
I guess I should have phrased that better then. So the Becky thing really irked me, but I was doing nothing else. I was just sitting there pissing away the time until I went to bed. So it was either that or I don't know what else was I watch. I don't I forget what else that was on. Well, you said you went back to baseball. Yeah, it was it was some random baseball game on on MLB Network. Just like teams I didn't care about, just random baseball game or wrestling. And I even after the Becky thing, I was like, well, maybe I'll stick around like it's going to be on anyway. I'm not even really watching it. It's just because I I didn't turn the TV knowing the Becky was coming back. Because mm-hmm. like did. maybe I'll stick around anyway, see what the next match is, and figure out whether I want to go back to random baseball game or stay with this. And then the first ad was Saudi show. Click back to baseball. Like it's like maybe I'll stick it. Nope. Maybe I'll stick around Saudi show. Nope. Not gonna stick around for that. Beep. Because you'll still do business with them. I you mean, won't. To be fair, do everybody half the wrestlers on every, roster. Everybody does business a month there. ago. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I said to be fair, everybody does business there. I mean, you really shouldn't. But yeah, I mean that's that you're not wrong. But you'll do business with the damn Saudis. But you won't do business with half the guys on your roster. That were on your roster, I should say, a month, two months ago. Or I guess, well, how long is the person? They're still under contract with Saudi. That's the problem. Well, yeah, I mean, they never should have signed it to begin with. I mean, you sign a billion dollar contract with Saudi Arabia and sell your soul, and then you fire all your wrestlers because you don't have money. I mean, if. And you fired all your staff, too, because you have no money. But you're making more profits than ever. Oh, yeah, and you have a billion dollars. From the Saudis. If the rumors of there being a lot of women's matches at this next Saudi event is true, I think that would that's a plus. You know, don't want to punish the people. It's always the government that's the problem, not the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, um, uh, I, the only thing I have to say is um. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, WWE uh probably doesn't. I mean, I get in and out of things yeah. a lot. So right. it probably wouldn't take much for me to get back into it. Um, one of the things is, you know, like I have to work more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by luck of the draw, most of my working days are on wrestling days. Right. Um, Which is hilarious considering how frequently wrestling is on now. It's just like the exact. I'm not saying you're lying. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's just funny that you have the exact wrong timing for wanting to watch wrestling. Um. And I, also, and I too. Yeah. Um, and, and there's like some Although, like I could watch SmackDown on Fridays. Go ahead. Uh I th- I can watch SmackDown now on Fridays as well, because I don't work Fridays anymore. But I just don't want to. Um, but um other than that, like there are people that if they end up doing things, like, you know, it is very possible that Becky Lynch could get me back to at least SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um and if you know, Lord willing, Adam Cole ends up going to SmackDown to take on Shinsuke for the Intercontinental Champion. That'll help. That might. That that would get me. 
If Adam Cole went to the main roster, that would probably get me to try. You might get an attempt on on a if he's going to SmackDown, which is on Fridays. I don't have to go to bed till eleven thirty. Like, yeah, I, um, you might get if Adam Cole's going to be there. You might get me to try, but if you screw that up, then I'm probably gone forever. Um, yeah, and also like if I had more confidence, like, because like they they've like if there's like a couple months without releases, <laughs> that'll help too. Yeah, really, you aren't kidding. Uh, Can you just not fire everybody for ten seconds? Because really, at this point, you know, the the secondary championships need to be propped up more because Roman Reigns isn't going to lose the title anytime soon. Bobby Lashley is hit or miss. But but. <clears throat> you yeah, have, uh, you know you you say that, my friend. However, do you trust that to be true? What trust what? That they aren't going to wind up taking the title off Roman. I mean, it, anything's possible. I just don't see that happening anytime soon. Especially because they want that big Rock versus Roman Reigns match. That's true. Maybe yeah, that's true. Maybe that prevents it from from uh, from Brock happening. Um, as far as AEW goes, I haven't really gotten into it at all yet. I mean, that's mostly because you know it's hard to get into something brand new where you don't really like WWE's been on for years, and I know like pretty yeah. much. I know right. I know the quote unquote rules. And, you know, like, what to expect or whatever. Well, and AEW doesn't have any. And also, again, like, AEW getting away from Orange Cassidy and the like would help them. Oh, well, yeah, but, like like I said, a variety, like, you know, having an Orange Cassidy match on, you know, but still having everything else be good is... Any fine. Orange Cassidy or or the 12-year-olds will... Any of that will, will make me know. Orange Cassidy should be turned into a pile of dust as soon as he walks into, like, as soon as he does the play, does the play kicks, you should counter and turn him into a pile of dust. But no, so it makes everyone he works with look absolutely, completely pathetic. I, I could beat the teetotal crap out of somebody who's just doing that little play clicking with the shins and has their hand in their pocket. Like, I could beat the crap out of them. If I can beat the crap out of him, it should take a professional wrestler who's could eventually go for a world championship about nine milliseconds to rip them in half. And if it doesn't, then that guy's a wimp. So yeah. that's the that's my issue with Orange Cassidy is you make every person that you put him in the ring with you you kill their career immediately with people like me who actually think of it as a not as a um or who want it to be not just two guys following a script but would actually like to think of it as a contest where pe- two people actually dislike each other you kill that immediately as soon as some buffoon walks in and also the the fact that you know uh WWE is more readily available. Mm-hmm. 
and there's not a lot. I mean, True. AEW still has. I mean, they have their what, fifty dollar pay per views still. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although I have, <clears throat> I have heard, um, I have heard that actually, interestingly, maybe maybe we should do this tonight, um, or or before our next show or whatever. I have actually heard that the one hour AEW show Rampage that's on Fridays. Mm-hmm. I've heard that is much more palatable because they just don't have the time to do all the stupid things. Keep in mind, though, that would be 11 o'clock your time. Is it, I thought it was... It starts at 10. Or maybe it starts at 9. I thought that was 9, 10, my time. Because I, I go to bed, I go to sleep at like 11.30. Um, but, it might yeah, be. Like, Keep in mind, it's not going to be live anymore, I don't think. So it's probably not. So it's going to be a little different. Um, it, but it could be like the one hour version is more palatable. And like, I'm like, okay. So I wonder if that could be the case because like, for example, NXT was better when it was just an hour. I think. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Speaking of NXT. Um... Oh, yeah. It's 10 p.m. Eastern. I could technically see it. I can watch uh, it and it messed me up. Uh, speaking of NXT, you know, there's been rumors about, you know, changes coming to NXT mm-hmm. that'll be happening over the next few weeks. So not very looking forward to that. Um, though they did say they're going to be using a lot of Johnny Gargano and oh, somebody else. I forget who they were going to. There was a couple of people that were going to use to take the place of. Um, Karrion Cross and uh, Adam Cole. Um, I know the whole sure. the way thing just sucks. I mean, I enjoy it, but I know you do. I don't really like it. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, so I mean, we'll get more into this when we get to it, but uh, we'll get into the particulars of what happened at SummerSlam when we get to SummerSlam. But yeah. apparently the big plan for, but well, first of all, Becky Lynch wasn't supposed to return till October. Hmm. Okay. Which is why the match was so short. She's not ring ready. And you could tell because she didn't have all her muscle built back up. Right. But um, then why'd you do it? Or then, then why'd you have a match? Yeah, that's the point. Um, Apparently, they are going to turn Becky Lynch heel again. And apparently, this was the plan, even if she went, even if she showed up when she was supposed to in okay. October. Here's the thing. Is that possible? I don't know. Who, Can you boost she, somebody she that just, literally just she, had a child and came back? Bianca, people didn't hate because this is this is the problem with everybody. With with the curtain being so far up for absolutely every, even the most casual wrestling fan knows that the company is the one that's doing it. Nobody hated Becky for the Bianca thing. They all hated the WWE. I mean, there's a couple of people here and there that did, but, you know, those people are, we call idiots, so. Yeah. There's not even marks anymore. They're just, at this point, it's just, you're stupid. Because it is so, so easily available. But no, but it, like, it's. People weren't even mad at Bay. It was just like there's no way, like unless, unless like 
in what was perceived as real life, she went and hospitalized Oscar. There's no way for her to get any heat or anybody to get any heat now. I mean, there's a way. Um, but I mean, a lot of people have, are um, somewhat optimistic about this, um, at least as far as, you know, you know, the entertainment, because as we know, Becky Lynch is money on the mic. Yeah, I, the, I she, think hurting your heel is a bad idea. I just don't know you can. It depends on the type of heel. She cannot, she cannot be, to play, you know, the, the heel, you know, the cowardly heel that puts down the fans all the time and cheats yeah. all the time. They tried that the first time, and it failed miserably. It was actually, it's actually quite comical when you watch back, you know, and hear the commentary, you know, mm-hmm. for like Evolution, where they're like saying, oh, Pickett Lynch, she turned her back on the fans or something like that. And, and she, she's done terrible things. And everybody else is like, yeah, no. Yeah. Like if she, if she continues on with that Stone Cold type persona. That would work. That's the only way this works. Yep. Um, And if you try to do their cookie cutter, traditional, terrible, cowardly heel, no. You might as well not try. Because that will go over like the Hindenburg and you would run more of a risk of, of killing her as an asset than you would of doing anything with her as an asset. Yeah. Your top baby face probably shouldn't be I mean, I think that, you know, hopefully she has the wherewithal or, or the, the, the stroke to um, not do certain things. And, like, they're like, okay, that's stupid. I'm not doing that. Well, granted. I don't think anybody has that anymore. There, I think that's why guys want to sign with AEW, because... <clears throat> However silly, uh, maybe they just all like the dumb things, but whatever stupid things they do and, you know, whatever, they, it's someplace where somebody could have creative license over themselves. Mm-hmm. And there is something to be said for that. Absolutely. There needs to be a balance. Uh, yeah. so, so let's go over to a SmackDown. So, uh, during SmackDown, Edge started off and said that, you know, that uh, Rollins has brought him to a dark place. Uh, Jey Uso defeated Rey Mysterio. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Kevin Owens by disqualification, I believe, because Big E attacked him, tried to get the briefcase back, but Baron Corbin ended up going back and getting it. Uh, Shotzi and Knox defeated Natalia Tamina in a championships contender match um, because they don't have any t- other tag teams to have a number one contenders match. Um, by the way, props to Natty because she just came back from like some type of surgery. I think she still has metal in her ankle or whatever. Jesus. Uh, Seth Rollins cut a promo and then Edge came back. Um, and doused him in black blood because PG um, invoking the brood. Uh, Otis defeated Montez Ford. 
Rick Boogs made his debut with King Nakamura, and they defeated Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. By the way, that's like one of the uh, uh, not really liking how they're treating Apollo Crews right now. Apollo Crews is a really good character, and now they're just like, like, eh, we're done with him. Um, Bianca Belair beat Carmella and then beat Zelina Vega. And then we had uh, another awesome, you know, promo with John Cena and Roman Reigns. Uh, now into a SummerSlam. Uh, well, well, I mean, there'll be a couple of these matches that we actually talk about, but, you know, anyway. Uh, Big E defeated Baron Corbin and got his briefcase back. Uh, okay. Randy Orton and Riddle defeated AJ Styles and Omos to become the Raw Tag Team Champions. Alexa Bliss defeated Eva Marie. Damian Priest wins the U.S. Championship. Uh, the Usos defeat Rey Mysterio and Dominic. And uh, here we go. Okay, so we are now at the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. So, here's the story. Here is the roller coaster. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I mean, pretty mu- you already pretty much already told how you felt, so we don't really need to go back into that. So we have, I mean, first of all, you know, they had Nakamura come out, you know, they had a little dance party. Then they played the package for Sasha and Bianca Belair. Bianca comes out, you know, everybody's, you know, excited, happy. Then the ring announcer says Sasha Banks cannot compete tonight. And, you know, people are like, boo, type thing. And then um, they said, so instead she's going to face Carmella and the crowd goes mild. Um, and then the roller coaster goes all the way up to the top as Becky Lynch's music hits and a huge pop. Uh, by the way, for the record, I watched uh, both pops. Um, Punk's was much bigger. Of course. Punk's, Punk's bigger. A lot of people, WWE stands, and that's the other thing, too, is there are too many on each side. <clears throat> there are uh, too many on each side that are that simp for one company or the other. Yeah, that's why I was getting, like, so angry at, you know, these Adam Cole things. Because everybody's like, oh, he's going to AEW, oh, he's going to AEW, now he's going to stay here, now he's staying here. And be like, shut up. There's there's so many like it's there's not even wrestling fans anymore. There's just like simps of one side or another. It feels like or at least the majority of them, and all the WWE simps were like, "Oh, the Becky pop was big." No, it wasn't. It was a it was a big pop. It was up there. I mean, that was like there's a lot of factors you know going in. Yeah, that was that was actually honestly quieter than I expected. I don't know whether they did not. Do I think it it's because of the arena now, they were but, in. But based on the reaction, could be. They're in a football uh, stadium. They were in a bigger building. The UC is built is built on top of itself. Like the the stands are built on top of the floor. Yeah, that could be. But it wasn't as loud as I thought it was going to be. Not nearly. Yeah. Um. So Big Lynch came back. You know, everybody's happy. Even even uh, Bianca was happy as she was end up like dancing and swaying to her music like smiling and everything um 
then uh, she comes in and, you know, the smart thing would be, okay, there's triple threat match, right? Nah. Becky Lynch beats up Carmella and says, uh, give me a moment, and takes her out. Then says, you know, let's tear the house down. Um, and the match starts, and, you know, people are all excited. And then, you know, she ends up hitting the, I think they call it the manhandle slam. It was the rock bottom. Yeah, it was um, literally the rock bottom. But, but a lot of people do that move. Um, and on one, two, three, we have a new champion. Um, and Boo! I don't think, were, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I think most of it was like, oh, the crowd. No, 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 that was my the, personal reaction. The crowd, oh, that was your, I'm not I mean, the crowd actually, you know, because you know, they, you know, they usually cheer on a title change anyway. Yeah. I think they like cheered because you know, that's what happens, but then they're like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, they, there was there was cheering from that crowd. And then it's like, oh, Becky won the title. We're happy. Hey, wait a minute. Like, I don't know. Like, there was, there was a lot of, I felt like there was a lot of that where it's like super happy at first. And then that pop quickly trailed away for like, wait a minute. They just squashed the crap out of Bianca. And the thing is, like, and everybody knew that there was, like, five different ways you could have went about this. I mean, first of all, you know, first of all, false advertisement. But, you know, cards subject to change so you can get by with that legally. Yeah. Um, but, well, one. Apparently they knew eight days ago that. Is, is Bianca technically a face? Yes. Okay, I have a question for you. Fresh off a comeback, do you think that Becky has enough? And I think the answer is yes. Does Becky have enough gravity that they can pull, they can out of nowhere hard pull a Bianca heel turn? Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe not much now because I think they'll probably go the way of the. what you know? What happened to? Be- I mean, it's pretty much what happened three or what, however many years ago when Bianca, I mean, uh, Becky turned on uh, Charlotte, mm-hmm. where there's like, oh, this is gonna be a big heel turn, but no. Because what I'm th- like, my immediate thought was, what you should have done, Bianca should have either a said, I was expecting Sasha, then I got Carmella. Then I got Becky. I'm the champion. I was not prepared for this opponent because that's a legitimate reason. I mean, that could still happen. They they could have no no no. I mean, at the pay per view, mm. I'm not I'm not talking about the aftermath. I'm talking about what they could have done instead, live in that moment. Have Becky come back, milk it, then have Bianca go nope and leave. You could have them have a really good match. And you could, you know, you could have them go 20 minutes. If I Becky mean, could. sounds like she couldn't have. But they they couldn't. They couldn't have. Yeah. This was a last minute thing. This was a reaction to having Sasha gone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, and and Becky, uh, you know, I don't know if she's going to get all her 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 muscle back, but it's obvious that she did not have her. Her, right. all her she didn't look back. right. 
And and she did not right. She looked fine. She didn't look like she does when she's in in her rest. What what her wrestling shape had been. Yeah, which is fine. And and it's possible that her wrestling shape will now be different after after having a child. Um, You know, it's it's you know, it, it all depends. Um, but we know that she wasn't supposed to come back for another couple months. That's a couple months of, you know. Yeah, um, of, of working out and, yeah. and, and changing and stuff like that. It's like, so you shouldn't have, I, I think overall, so, well, if she could have gone, you could have had him had a match. And then the thing is, if you have the match, like, I got really scared when they agreed to a match. Yeah. Because, well, remember, I tested you because I thought that it was I thought it was going to be triple threat. And you're like, oh, this is brilliant. They're having Carmella well, take the fall. You what you told? No, no, no. Actually, that's not what you told me. Is actually, I I would I got very very scared, and then I thought they were going to do what you texted me because you texted me and said, oh, this is a DQ. Yeah, because they're gonna uh, do this for like, and and I thought, okay, that's what they'll do. They're gonna do this for like five minutes. It's you know they're gonna be doing good stuff, and then here comes Carmella in, and then Becky will dispatch Carmella, then go for Bianca. And like, okay, I got this side piece done. Who it like Carmella attacks Becky because Becky attacked her. Then when like when you're back on TV and whatever, then Becky said dispatches of Carmella and then says, OK, now that the little pissant is out of my way, who attacked me before I was going to get a match with you. Now you and me, let's go. I thought they were going to when you said it'll be a, I bet it's a DQ. I was like, oh, duh. Of That's what they'll do. Yeah, so I, I so I got the conversation up here, and you know, at first I said that this is brilliant, Carmella, there to take the fall. I'm not sure if which Becky would have been come, fine. I'm not sure if Becky had come in yet. Um, um, I don't. Oh, well, I mean, if it's I think so because you fall, you probably had. She probably had come in because why would you have the idea of her taking the fall if Becky wasn't back yet? That's tr- that's true. So, so then you know they had that, and then they took Carmella out, and, and then I said, "Well, this has to be a DQ then with Carmella." Right. It's the only no way. thing that makes sense. Yeah. So, like I said, there's like five different things they could have done. See, my original thought was, um, since they're in Vegas, I mean, might as well. I mean, like I said, you know, whatever the time rules were for, you know, when they had to be out of the building or not, mm-hmm. there was speculation. Apparently, they. I don't know. But um, I thought, you know, well, this happened, you know, I think last year at SummerSlam. Mm. I mean, why? I mean, Oscar versus Bianca would be a good match. You know, have them have a decent match. She's She lives in Vegas. Um, and um, it would be a good match. It, doesn't, it wouldn't hurt anybody. And, you know, she was really reliable throughout the pandemic. But now nah, that, that didn't happen. Um. Yeah, there's just so much they could have done, and it's just... there's so much. Yeah, there's so much about this that they could have done so much better, and they just didn't. And that's it. Like, 
as we were kind of breaking this down, this is a better way to put one of the reasons I say like bad booking and stuff. And here you go. It's like, there's so many better ways to do this instead of like, here's the champion that you built. Here comes this person back that you want to make champion again. That's fine. And this like, was straight up a Vince champion. decision as they, as they, they admitted. What'd you say? And this was straight up a Vince decision. But he you don't have the, to do it like that. He wanted the, he wanted the shock value. I think it turns. I think it pisses people off more than it sells you tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have that. I don't think you have that like credibility or not credibility. Um, and again, they have such a simp. There's so many simp fan base where they're just idiots. Um, that maybe it doesn't matter and they can just do whatever they want. But I think the people that are actually going to make a difference for you uh, financially, like the the X amount of people that would either go to AEW if they had a better product or just won't watch wrestling at all if the product's bad, the people that, you know, um, the people that was your core that you lost and then you're trying to win back your core and re-expand your business, um, those people... I think it it annoyed more than anything else. But then again, it, it's getting to be a really, really interesting thing now in television and sports and all this stuff because we're almost at the point where you don't actually need any fans whatsoever because there is this weird thing going on where the ad revenues and the television revenues and the contracts are so big to the point where, like, Places just don't care if viewership, like they don't even care about the viewership anymore. Yeah, they I noticed NBC wants to care about of, owning wants the to, asset. Wants to go move away from the the Nielsen ratings. Yeah, like all they care about is for whatever which, which reason, is probably fair because you know there's a lot of different ways to watch things now. So Nielsen ratings don't really apply much. Um they just it seems like they just want the asset. They don't want the, the, the views. It's it's weird. So weird to me. Yeah, and the thing with this is that I mean, th- there's I mean, there's there was a small chance. Of, I mean, obviously they wanted to make you know a huge story with Bianca and Becky, which uh, I'm confident because you know people say compare this to the Kofi Kingston thing. See, the difference is Bianca's going to get her rematch and have a huge storyline that probably goes up to Survivor Series. Um, probably past Survivor Series. Um, well, there was also the thing, and this, and this, Kofi, annoys, the, Kofi, and this Kofi. annoys the piss out of me, too, with the whole Kofi thing. There was all the people, you know, you know the, the people that think everything is either a race thing or a sex thing? Yeah. I'll let you guess what was also... In addition to the just annoyance, I'll let you guess what also was being bantied about that night. Oh, yeah. There's stuff. And, and some people were saying they screwed Sasha. I'm like, well, Scott, I mean, I'm not making speculations, but it's possible that Sasha did. Sasha have COVID? Yeah, I think uh, possibly, allegedly. Um, or, or like some reason she could make it. So it's not like they're screwing Sasha out of anything here. Um, but like, yeah, it just. All of a sudden, it was it wasn't just annoyance that they did this. It was like, oh, the, the WWE hates African Americans because they did this to Kofi too, 
It's about white versus black. Fuck off. Seriously. To all of you people that think everything is about race, just, just go piss off, honestly. Go piss up a rope. People piss me off. There's plenty of bad race relations stuff in this country. That in is this world. In, yeah, in this world, you're right. But I was talking because these are, I would assume, Americans on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. I mean, th- they were speaking English, so probably English or British, whatever. Mostly from the U.S. Most countries actually do speak a little English. <laughs> well, but I would assume most people... English is the, is the language of business. Companies. Business. But anyway, regardless, my point is... There is enough enough bad racial stuff going on in this world. You don't have to make things up. Like who could forget, you know, the that that great, you know, that former great French actor, you know. What? You know, Smollett? The great mm-hmm. French actor? Have you never seen that Dave Chappelle thing? No. Oh, you should uh-huh. you need to watch it. I do like whatever Dave. Sh- what what I do see of Dave Chappelle, I've seen a few things. I do like Dave Chappelle. I think he's quite good. I mean, I don't really like you know that he uses the N word a lot, but you know what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. So so like we said, there's so many things you could have done with this, and you know, circumstances resulted in this. It would have been better. If you had Bianca walk away, you well, didn't I, even have to have a match. I mean, that probably wouldn't have satisfied the fans either. No, no, it, it would have made people angry on that night, but she would have had a legit excuse. I wasn't prepared for you to come back. Now let's let's have some build to this and have a proper match. Because you would have Becky come back, you would have things boosted off of that, and then you would have Bianca being the loose end, and people might want to see how exactly it is Becky gets to Bianca. Now you just have, oh, Becky's the champion, damn company, same old ways, these people come back, you know, they don't ever need to do anything again, they just have the title, look at look at Bianca. To be fair, she was the champion when she left, but... yes. They but like they did so much with her for for so long, and now she gets completely squashed in two moves. And I have another problem with so I I have a general issue with this person beats so many people, and now she gets two moved by Becky. So everybody that she's beaten should get two moved by Becky. So you just killed your entire SmackDown roster by proxy. You murdered your whole roster in the snap of a finger by proxy. Good job. Um, You're not as big into that theory as I am. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, th- I mean, you know, you can look at it. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those glass half full, half empty things. You know, you can see this as them portraying Becky Lynch as, you know, dominant. After all, she did beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Um, and uh, uh, Shayna and all of them. Um, 
uh, and like I said, there. I mean, there. There is always a small chance, you know, that 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 this could have worked. I mean, it was more likely that it wouldn't, but there's always a small chance that you know this would get. But see, the problem is, you know, they're both big baby faces. That's why it didn't work for one thing. Yeah, that's true. And because I mean, you can't, you can't make. The only choice you had was to make. The only choice you had to make it good was have Bianca walk out, and then all of a sudden, like, do a Bianca heel turn, and Bianca's pissed at everybody because, you know, this this is her show. She's the champion. This per this former champion who left. Of her own, of her own accord, you know, she. Uh, I mean, you like you could really go for the heat and say she betrayed the fans for her own personal gain. That being a family, like you could really go for the heat. She but screwed I the fans that. by being screwed. Yeah, she screwed the fan by by getting screwed by Seth. Yeah, like like you could really go for the heat. Like you could. That would be the one way. Like actually targeting the family building thing. Because because of how because of the issues WWE in real life has had with that, you could really go for the heat. They won't, but you could really have Bianca turn heel and go for the jugular with the heat by punting punting uh, their child. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say Gene Snitsky. I I said just re- I'm just talking about promos, Evan. Um. Oh God. Lead his back, punt. <laughs> Lita comes back just to punt Becky's kid. God, are terrible. Anyway, um, you could really go for some heart. And see, like, I I just, I thought of that when I was sitting here, and we've been thinking about this for, like, half of an hour. Like, can you imagine getting, like, you, you, get, you guys get paid millions and millions of dollars and I'm sitting here for a half hour, and I'm just talking through it, and we think of something better. Way better. And would get you actually heat like you haven't had in a long time. Because there's no actual heat anymore. I mean, I think it would be relatively difficult because Bianca has been such a mainstay for so long, you know, throughout, you know, this, this year. That it would Which be a is bit, also oh. why you can't have, why you shouldn't have just crushed her like that, because yeah. it's not only going to ki- it's not only really going to kick her in the in the like career in the value perspective but it's also just so it's also just so awful to do by, by the way poor bianca and poor fans i mean this is i mean th- this is another reason they probably did it was because remember the previous pay-per-view event she was supposed to have an i quit match against bailey and bailey got hurt unfortunately so that match didn't happen so they end up having her face carmella on smackdown um, and now this one, you know, you had your big rematch between Sasha and Bianca and uh, circumstances resulted in Sasha not being able to compete. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it, it, Bianca just had, had some rotten luck. But still, I mean, she did so much for you in NXT. She did so much for you on the main roster. She did a lot. And I think it, even more than just... My anger with how they did it. I just feel so bad for how they did this with with Bianca. I think the most of the anger is about that there were so many 
avenues to go by without go about. Oh this no, way. I no no no, I don't disagree. But what but like what I'm saying is, and the like there were so many different ways to do this. The way you did it was the most disrespectful to Bianca that you possibly could have done, and disrespectful in, in my to eyes. Becky as well. Huh? And disrespectful to Becky as well. Why? Well, because, well, yeah, but I mean, what's I mean this I mean, like like we said, there are few there are those few people that we call idiots who will blame Becky Lynch for this. Oh. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. If you want to take it from the no, actually, I won't take it from that one. I'll take it from a different one. If you want to take it from the perspective of people might be so pissed off with like how WWE did this. You actually might have killed this feud before you started it and killed Becky's return by proxy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can, I can, I can go with your train of thought there. I mean, they did put a damper in her return, right? Like you just, you put that. Yeah. You just, yeah. If you want to say they disrespected Becky in a way, because they did it this way, they just put a damper on her big return. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can go with that. I can. I can uh, see to that absolutely. And maybe even some. I mean, like I said, I mean, I mean, it's obvious that she wasn't ready to compete in a full match. But you right. could, you know, think that like you know, them not having enough faith in her to go more than twenty seconds would be another thing. But that that one's a little bit looser. And medical stuff, whatever. But again, you can you can have Carmella hit her with a chair. Yeah. You can have Carmella hit her with a blunt object. You can have Bianca walk away and then have Bianca cut a scathing promo about Becky and get heat on Bianca. And that, because like that would be the one scenario. A person like Becky is so big, that would be the one place where you, I think you could pull off a heel turn like that. A sudden, out of nowhere, startling heel turn. For somebody who's been a babyface champion for a long time, I think Becky would have such a pull around her that you could do that and do and get and get the heat with the with the fans and and like make it a big time feud. But nope, instead you crushed Bianca into oblivion. And now I ask the question, Evan, and we'll move on from this because we've been on this topic for like an hour. Um. What do you do with Becky? Because I'm sorry, running it back with Bianca is just not effective now. I mean, that's that's what they're gonna do. I know, but I'm but like we're talking about what they should have done. I think what they should have what they need to do now is they need to find somebody else for Becky. And what do you have? Well, first of all, you need to find a way to have Becky. I mean, this is probably going to be what they do, you know, to solidify your heel turn is have her duck Bianca for uh-huh. the next couple months. Well, here's the other problem, too. If she's not ready to wrestle, why the hell is she champion? That's another thing. That's another entirely different problem that I have. I mean, and it's possible. I don't know when this Queen of the Ring is going to start and if they do, if this is going to be like a little bit of a... Have like Becky a of... sit on the sidelines, Queen of... Queen of the Ring faces Becky. That would give you um, you would that would give you a month and a half to get Becky ready. 
something like that. I was thinking more of the fact that you know they're going to be focusing more on the Queen of the Ring stuff. So, and and I could I can definitely see Bianca becoming the Queen of the Ring just to salvage this. Uh huh. Because I think Charlotte is too obvious. Um, I just think it's going to be. Sh- I think the quick first Queen of the Ring. I think they're either going to try and elevate somebody or they're just going to have it be Charlotte just to put Charlotte's name on it. Because Charlotte is at the point where you can put Charlotte's name on a card and you can sell the card. Like, they would bring Brock back because you can put Brock's name on a card and you can sell it. I think Charlotte is getting... Or the, Brock is like that, like, with people-wide. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte is like that inside wrestling circles. I think. So yeah, I think I think that they could like do that. I mean, I mean they can. How I mean, you probably don't remember. How long was Stone Cold the Intercontinental Champion before he dropped it after his, uh, um, uh, neck injury? You happen to remember? Looking it up now. Okay, so he won the title in August at SummerSlam. And it looks like no, it may have been a couple months after that, maybe. I can't tell. But so there's 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 ways around this. I mean it's not gonna necessarily be satisfying, but as long as you keep Becky with the promos, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's move on. Evan, let's uh, go over the rest of this pay per view and then we can get to the other big comeback. Mm-hmm. So uh, we pretty much can just skip through this because I pretty much was. Uh, so Drew McIntyre defeated Jinder Mahal. Charlotte defeated uh, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley to become the Rollins champion. Edge beat Seth Rollins. Uh, Bobby Lashley beat Goldberg um, and then beat up Goldberg and then uh, beat up his son, who I think is 15 years old, but. <laughs> Um, and Roman Reigns defeated John Cena, and we have the return of uh, babyface Brock Lesnar. So uh, we'll I see. I think the idea of babyface Brock is interesting. Um, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. We'll see. Um, for uh, Takeover Thirty Six, we had Rich Holland beat Dre, uh, Trey Baxter. You had the Million Dollar Championship. Cameron Grimes defeated LA Knight. The NXT Women's Championship. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Dakota Kai. And the NXT debut of Kaylee Ray, who was uh, the longest reigning NXT UK Women's Champion in the UK. Had a fantastic match between uh, Elijah Dragunov and Walter. Uh, Dragunov ended up winning that match for the NXT UK Championship, so that ends uh, Walter Walter's over 800-day reign. 
Um, you had the two out of three falls match between uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly ended up winning a two to one. Um, uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly ended up winning. I mean, they ended up winning their their matches of their choices. Uh, and then the NXT Championship, uh, Samojo beat Kieran Cross. You want to know how bad um, that Raw loss? I mean, I always like to, you know, be optimistic for some things, but in the eyes of NXT, that loss on Raw totally killed Kieran Cross. Because you know how most people, you know, when they're when they're out, when they're leaving NXT, you know, they get you know the standing ovations and everything. No, Kieran Cross got the hearty chance and the na 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 hey hey goodbye. So, well, one was he there long enough? Two, he was a heel the entire time. I mean, even so. Is there anybody else that left that they gave that the ovation like you're talking about to that was healed literally from day one? I don't know. By the way, if Cole if Cole goes up for good, he's gonna get huge. That's gonna be a huge reaction. Mm-hmm. The Cole goodbye. I don't want to. Does he is he leaving if they don't go up? Is that what it is? I mean, yeah, pretty much. He's done at NXT. Yeah, I mean, he has. It's, he's done everything he can, but I. I worry. Mm. You know, I I worry that you could. That they will just not do that right. But shouldn't be possible. But. Anything is possible. With I mean, I worry that he doesn't have the confidence in the company to end up attempting it. Attempting? To go to the main roster. Oh. That he will just leave because he's done everything there and he's worried that they will screw him up. Mm-hmm. Is he wrong? I mean... It can happen either way. I mean, like I said, Adam Adam Cole is a Shawn Michaels type person. He could be one of the bigger stars. And even yeah. admittedly so, when they were doing the invasion, they said Adam Cole was like a locker room leader. So I thought, you know, he could be like the future, one of the future leaders. Right. And there's so much you can do with him. Um, I'm just concerned that, you know, he'll be like, I can't do anything, so I'm going to go to AEW and not try to see what a uh, main roster run would look like. Never never end up going to WrestleMania. You know, that's just... I don't like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, let's uh, real quick go to... I mean, there wasn't really much of Raw. Um... Damian Priest defeated Bobby Lashley by DQ. Then he teamed up with Drew McIntyre to defeat Bobby Lashley and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Kieran Cross came in with a gladiator helmet on um, and defeated Ricochet. 
because you know we we, we want to kill everything. Yep. Um, Xavier was defeated the Miz, and then the Miz turned on um, uh, Morrison. Oh. And, hmm? Huh. We just like breaking up tag teams, don't we? Uh, Mansoor defeated Ginger Mahal by disqualification. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross defeated Nia Jax and Sheena Baszler. Riddle defeated AJ Styles, and it also appears that Alexa Bliss is going after the Raw Women's Championship. Um, okay, real quick before we get to, uh, you know, kind of our ending that I have set up. Um, NXT, you know, per- potentially the f- first of the next generation. Uh, Cameron Grimes and Teddy Biasi had a thing. Rich Holland defeated Timothy Thatcher. Uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter defeated Gigi Dolan and JC J. Jane. So that's uh, another win for them. Hopefully they'll be heading towards the tag title soon. Kaylee Ray defeated Valentina Feroz. Uh, uh, Samoa Joe ends up starting out his reign. Uh, Carmella Hayes defeated Odyssey Jones in the NXT Breakout Finals. Xion uh, Quinn defeated Boa. And Legado del Fantasma defeated Hit Row and the debut of Electra Lopez. So they end up having, so they'll end up being able to have, you know, their four on four matches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. So we'll we'll see. So um, I have uh, written down here. Um, oh. Uh, because you know, as we said, uh, since we are our uh, wrestling morale is low, uh, we're going to take a, at least a couple months off. We'll reconvene in probably October to discuss. You know, either way, we're going to be back for the. For uh, the for the Woods and Church for Survivor Series, right, and the fallout of that, but uh, we'll probably take a couple months off. But I have here a, a couple potential hiatus enders. So if we end up deciding to go a different direction until we get back into the show, um, we I mean, there's always NXT UK, which I hear is doing really good. Um, classic NXT reviews, uh, NXT. Uh, we would need to start from season six because season five was still the game show type format, though it was getting away from that. So that would be really cool seeing the classic NXT, you know, seeing all the up and coming people. Mm-hmm. And then we could see for ourselves where, like, the golden era of NXT was. Came from, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be really fun. That's actually one of the ones I kind of really want to do. Also, the Monday Night Wars would be fun. Like, we would want, like, um, we would watch the episode of. Nitro and the episode of Raw from that week, and then we would like say who actually won the ratings for that week, and then we would say like who we think really won that. Um, and of course, we go home shows and pay per view fallout. So if you decide just to do it for pay per views and stuff, um, I don't know about the Monday Night Wars one because that that thing has been done so much. I think if you're doing that, the I don't, I'm not really down for that because I'm just kind of down on wrestling, period. But if if I wanted to do wrestling, just not what was going on right now, the classic NXT thing would be my option. Yeah, I think that would be really good. Um, and then, and since they were, and we could probably do two episodes a week with that because it was uh, 45 minutes for the first 
first bit. Oh. And there's a couple of review shows also, so you can um. skip the. And then, of course, uh, renewed interest. Yeah. Um, renewed interest items. Um, the WWE stops sucking. Because um, I still like watching and listen to wrestling content. I just don't really like watch the shows. Um, uh, Punk and Danielson lead a new wave of AEW not being a joke. So, so there, there is still hope. I mean, I'm definitely, we're definitely leaning towards the classic NXT reviews. Um, so, I mean, we might, we might give it a month to see where we're at, but two months probably at most. Yeah. And see, you know, we're not going away. Um, we enjoy doing this and I mean, it probably won't, I mean, do a couple shows of NXT and we'll still like basically like run through what has happened the week in wrestling. It will just be relatively quick. Well, and the, and the thing is, is my, my work. Yeah. It's about to get really bad. Yeah. Is that a full-time thing or is that just going to be, you know, temporary? Well, um, one of the guys I work with is probably getting out soon and I'll go full-time. And when somebody gets out and we're down to six, it's at least six day weeks until we get the new hiree trained, which is probably two months. And when I'm on six day weeks, getting up at three thirty a.m., consider like constantly, week after week, I kind of shut it down. Yeah. So it, you know, picking it back, and then and then when when I would get out of hell, potentially with like just working a ton, when I would potentially get out of that. Would be holiday season, which is when uh, people take a bunch of time off anyway. So, wouldn't that be when you were more into? When you have to work no, I'm saying like when I get like when I get out of the schedule chaos of when I am projecting that I would get out of the schedule chaos of somebody leaving and then us training a new part timer. Mm-hmm. Right when that would end is when the holidays would show up, which yeah. is when a bunch of people go take vacation anyway. Mm-hmm. So like like that would be its own, you know, I will get two bits of of heavy work right next to each other. Yeah. So um, the shows would be sparse. I mean, I have I have a couple of weeks here. Where it, you know, it's 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 fine, but I kind of want to take a break from this, and then and then maybe get the get the fire back and and then do it later. But um, and it's watch, not going to be every week for quite a while. Yeah, and watching the NXT classic NXT was would help put the fire back in. Also, yeah, maybe not the first few seasons. Yeah, if I could get the gumption back to to watch that, then possibly yeah. Um, but yeah, I you know um. Probably won't happen. I I don't think unless I'm wrong, and we get somebody moved in a lot quicker than I think, and they train pretty quickly. Probably won't have consistent weekly shows until at least 22. Mm-hmm. Just because 
I think unless I get a different job, I think my work schedule because I'll have these couple weeks where I can kind of just like put my put my feet up a couple days a week and then it'll get really, really messy for quite a while. And then school when school starts after the New Year's, when things seem to just so happen to calm back down again. So, yeah, I, I so, think we, so we'll potentially have at least four more episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and I'll I'll work in the Survivor Series episode. Um, might have to do that on a Friday afternoon because that's the the day I go to bed latest. Yeah. Um, but you know whatever it is, we'll um I'll get I'll get the rare shows worked in, but don't expect anything weekly for quite a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so is that all you got, Evan? That's all mm-hmm. I got. All right. Well, for now, not forever. We'll be back for Survivor Series. But for now, that is it for this edition of the No Marks Loud podcast and editions of the No Marks Loud podcast for a while. Uh, thank you for listening. For Evan Williamson, I am Michael Dine. Everybody have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night. And bye-bye, everybody.